Welcome to episode 6, week 6 of the NFL. It's Beers and Bets. This week the theme is stay the course. We are getting deeper into the season. And by now you've probably had that week that makes you think, maybe I should quit betting and take up bowling. Bowling? You want to rush? Drop a ball on your toe, my friend. You'll see visions. That's bowling. Relax, relax, everyone. We're not going to bowl. Even the best professional bettors have bad weeks and bad runs. But you've got to stay the course. Hopefully by now we're in week five. You've thought through weeks and you have your way of looking at teams and games that grabs your eye. Evaluate, assess, but stay the course. Don't start jumping around. For me, it's all about following the money, playing the trends, and following that sharp money and see where it's flowing. I'm Keith Noel, and with me is George Wonder, G-Dub, Bread, Georgie Boy. What's up, G-W? Having another great day. I'm glad to be here. Hey, Bread. What do you got in the can? Oh, it looks like a bottle today. What do we got going on? Today we are breaking out a Howling Gourd Pumpkin Ale in keeping with the spirit. Howling Gourd by Joseph Brow Brewing, San Jose, California. Coming in at 24 IBUs, 7% alcohol by volume. Get ready to crack it open. A Howling Gourd. How's it taste? A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> totally. Put down the skirt, George. All right, today I'm going to open up a beer from one of our local breweries in the Penyan area. Climbing Binds, a community favorite. Climbing Binds is a true community partner, hosting many events to support the Penyan community. It offers weddings in an incredible pavilion that boasts some of the most beautiful views of Seneca Lake. The biggest of the Finger Lakes. Chris, Bree, and Jonesy, truly have a special place in the heart of the Finger Lakes. The beer I've selected from Climbing Binds is new to their lineup. It's a Buckwheat IPA. Buckwheat, you say? That's right. Buckwheat, baby! Okay, Panky! The Panyan area grows more buckwheat than almost everybody else in the world. Brewed, or brewed, <laughs> milled at the historic Burkett Mills, home to the largest buckwheat pancake in the world. It has been producing buckwheat since 1797. Buckwheat IPA from Climbing Vines comes in at a modest 4% AC. That's right up George's alley at fire time. This beer is produced with a medley of organic toasted buckwheat oats, courtesy of Burkett Mills and Sorghum. Hopped with a state-grown Cascade Dry Hop Citra, a truly New York homegrown beer. Crisp with fresh citrus notes. Currently, this beer is only available in a growler, so I'm going to have to untwist one and pour it out today. All right, George, let's talk about how we did last week. I've been better. I've been worse. As is big keeping with the Breadman, hitting on the parlays, the teaser, straight bets, not as much. Back at you. All right. I went 1-1 one one again this week. Can't seem to get to that 2-0 record. Cleveland played well. They had the ball at the end of the game, but they just couldn't get it done, losing to the Chargers by five. Unfortunately, I only got the two and a half points. I had Buffalo as a nice winner, taking care of business on the road against Kansas City. And on a side note, I'm pretty happy to be holding that Chargers Super Bowl futures ticket I talked about last week at 25 to 1. And I'm sure Georgie Foy was pretty good about his Buffalo ticket. Absolutely. Now, Kansas City, losing games. They're 2 and 3. A couple more losses. You might consider a Kansas City ticket because they're going to have, what's the word, George? 
value. Value on a Kansas City Super Bowl ticket. They were 6-1. to one. They lose a couple more games. You might get them at 14 or 16-1 to one when you can put some good money on them. Buy low on a team when they're down. Like the Arizona Cardinals, now is not the time to buy on the Arizona Cardinals. you got to wait them out if you didn't get them early in the season. All right, let's get cracking, George. We're going to London. London's calling the Miami Dolphins going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you got over in London? First off, I got to apologize. I pity those poor Brits. Last week, we sent them J-E-T-S Jets and the Atlanta Falcons. And this week, we're backing it up with the Fish and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the NFL knows what they're doing, George. <laughs> My sincerest apologies to everybody on that side of the pond. Um, in other news... Urban Meyer will fit right in with the newspapers over there. He might make page six. Um, getting to actual football, my analysis is this. Is Jacksonville really ready? Can they really get a W? If not today, then when? I'm doing it! Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three. Ugh. All right, I'm going to have to take the Miami Dolphins. Uh, London favorites are 16-10. and 10. The Dolphins are coming off a blowout loss of 20 or more this year. When that's happened, teams bounce back at a 9-2 ATS rate. Two are back in the locker room. going to get this team pumped up. I'll take Flores over Urban Meyer any day of the week. Give me those Miami Dolphins. I will lay the three. Get it before the hook comes up, though, folks. All right, let's get back to go across the pond, get to the normal 1 p.m. games. We got the Los Angeles Chargers against the Baltimore Ravens. The line started at 3.5 with the Ravens, and it slowly ticked down to where it's at 2.5. The road team has won the last five in the series. You know that I love my road dogs of six points or less, George. They are 22-8. and eight. They get a little bit of a rest advantage because the Ravens are coming off that come-from-behind victory. And Bobby A. Baird uh, is 6-3 and three as a dog. What do you got? Battle of two big up-and-coming quarterbacks. Obviously, Lamar Jackson hasn't been named an MVP. He's already up and came and is here. Uh, uh, I think Herbert answers the bell. I'm disregarding the trend west to east, taking the points with... San Diego, super charges, charges. Give me the points. You got it. Hey, how about Minnesota against Carolina? Minnesota, Carolina. Here's what it comes down to. Fantasy football, people. The top two picks in most every draft is in this game or not. Both of them are listed as questionable, and that makes this kind of a swing. You know, if either one... Is it close to full strength? That kind of flips the script. So because we don't know, George has got to go back to one of his favorite phrases. Home dog! Give me Carolina plus one and a half. You got it, GW. Oh, before I forget, going back to London, you know my travel stats, a thousand miles or more. The Jacksonville Jaguars are three and twelve. By the way, that stat is now three and two. Looking to make it four and two. Back to Minnesota at Carolina. You know I love uh, when a road dog, Minnesota, opened this line as a one-point dog. It has now shifted to them being a two-point favorite. That's a three-point move. Road dog favorite or dog to a favorite trend hits 60% of the time. Vikings going to buy next week. They're 4-0 on road game pre-buy. 10-2 their last 12 pre-buy. The lead referee, Mr. Ralstead, is a 60% winner on road teams. You know I'm taking the Vikings. On to Green Bay at Chicago, George. It looks like it's about a five-point spread at most books. Uh, as of right now, both Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson are listed at 
as questionable. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know how Chicago has the wins that they do. I don't really believe they're ready for prime time, even though this is an afternoon game. I'm going to lay the points with A.A. Ron Rodgers, Green Bay on the road, taking down the Bears by a touchdown. Well, I'd love to go against you on this one, George, but I just can't. I'm just not sold on fields yet, even though Chicago's a division dog. They are 0-7 ATS versus opponents on a four-game winning streak. The line has ticked up toward Green Bay. I'm kind of mad on this game, but I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to lay the points on the road. Not a big fan of it, but we're going with Green Bay. All right, let's go down to Cincinnati at Detroit. Detroit opened up as three-and-a-half-point dogs. It's now down to three. This has got contrarian written all over it. Everybody loves the Bengals, and uh, so I'm going to take the Lions. George, what do you got? Detroit, two heartbreaking, unfathomable losses in the last seconds. Are they ready to get off Heartbreak Hotel and actually get their first W? I would say with the three-point kicker, I'm going to back the Lions as well. Give me the three. Wow, Georgie boy, going contrarian. Good for you. And now a word from another one of our new sponsors. Keith, where do you go to get your drugs? Uh, Usually I text my college friends or I wander around the four corners. Why? No, no, prescription drugs. Uh, Oh, you mean the ones doctors prescribe? Yeah, medical doctors. I guess Walgreens. Well, screw them. You need to stay local, bruh. If you live in Marlton, New Jersey, home of my best man, the D-Train. Shout out to the D-Train. Marlton, New Jersey. Then your local pharmacy is Cropwell Pharmacy. For all your pharmaceutical needs, Cropwell Pharmacy. Just take a ride down Old Marlton Pike. 527 Old Marlton Pike, to be exact. Where you're treated like a person, not a number. However, if you're getting some prescriptions, please take a number. But we'll know your name. Cropwell Pharmacy Play of the Week is Thursday's action in the city of brotherly love. Devontae Smith plus 175 anytime score. Over 73 yards receiving minus 109. He's going to tear up that week. Build in some expletive. Tampa Bay secondary. Book it! Go get him, JK. And now back to the action. Let's look at that Houston Texans going to Indianapolis. Texans are getting 10 points. Here's what it comes down to. Can Houston score enough? Can the Colts bounce back from blowing a big lead on a Monday night on a short week? I say they do it. Carson Wentz has way more street cred than Davis Mills, who is the definition of learning on the job. I'm going to give the 10 to back the Colts at home. All right, Georgie. I'm going to have to go with the Houston Texans because it wouldn't be a day if George and I didn't have games that were going the wrong way. Look at this is all I have to say. The Indianapolis Colts are one and four. Can I say that again? One and four. They are giving 10 points. Who are the Indianapolis Colts and two ankles Wentz to be giving 10 points? That's all you need to say. Go ahead and take the Colts if you want. I'm going to go ahead and take the 10 points. Oh, by the way. Interesting stat, Brady, 0-10 ATS his last 10 in primetime. Doesn't mean he's lost, but he hasn't covered in 10 straight. Just a little nugget as we're heading into the Thursday game as we are doing the podcast. All right, LA Rams are at the New York Giants. 10 points on DraftKings. Another 10-point line. The public is loading up on the Rams, George. 
95% of the money, 92% of the bets, loading up on the Rams. And what are we going to do? Contrarian! You got it, baby. We're going contrarian. Circle the wagons, New York Giants. It's time to get things done. Give me the Giants. Danny Dimes! Danny Dimes! Well, he's only Danny Nichols after the last hit, but... Give him some credit for maybe playing. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with you. Take the points. I can't go all favorites. That would be, you know, in poor form. I'm going to take Big Blue plus 10. All right. Interesting game. Kansas City at Washington. Line open at 6. Went up to 7. Now it's back down to 6.5. What do you make of this game? First off, I'll throw in my bonus pick of the day. I would like the over 54.5. There is no D going to be played on Sunday. I'll take the over. In terms of the teams, Kansas City desperately needs a win. They know they need to win. I don't think Washington gets three stops the entire game. I'm going to give the six and a half, KC. All right. Now, with that said, doesn't Washington desperately need a game? Washington did not go into the season expecting to be in a Super Bowl. They expected to win the division. Everybody's desperate for a win. That is the most overplayed, hyped-out comment. They need this win badly. Everybody needs to win badly. The line went up to seven. It's back down to six and a half. 97% of the bets are on Kansas City. This is the house that Vegas built. Give me Washington, and I'll take the points because nobody else thinks they can get it done. I want to be on the side of the house, baby. All right, we go to Arizona at Cleveland. George, what do you got? Cleveland, minus two and a half. Here we go. In Kyler, we trust. He's had a little shoulder issue in and out of practice, assuming he's good to go. And that's that's my assumption at this juncture. I'm going in Kyler we trust. Road dogs for Arizona, 5-0, and 4-1 against the spread. I might even go Moneyline, Arizona Cardinals, at plus 155. There you go. I like to see that. Uh, Arizona's got a weak front seven, and they're going to take those two running backs in Cleveland and just bury that front seven. It's going to be a great game. I like Cleveland getting their first marquee win. They couldn't get it over Kansas City. They couldn't get it over the Chargers. They're going to be the first loss for the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the Browns. It's not popular for me to take a favorite, but I'm going to do it here. All right, and now for a word from our sponsor, you know it, Finger Lakes Realty. Finger Lakes Realty. 24-7 coverage. They're available anytime. Free market analysis. Local routes. If you're looking to buy or sell in Yates County, this is where you go. Finger Lakes Realty. Call Bob Kerbout. 315-270-2008. That's 315-270-2008. Or Jenna Kerbo, 315-759-9002. Do you have the Finger Lakes Realty Stat of the Week? I do. And we have to tell our sponsors, Thursday night's the best night to give out numbers. All right. He likes the under 53 because in prime time on Thursday nights, when the number is 53 or more, the under is 13 and 4. We'll see how that pans out. Georgie Boy also coming back after a successful 2 and one week from Las Vegas. It's our our Vegas insider, home of the high roller, John Tana. This week we asked him to do something a little different. We said, how about giving us some college picks? 
So he's going to roll out a couple winners for you. First off, he likes Cincinnati laying the 20 and a half. A lot of points to give. But he says Cincinnati has to keep looking impressive. They're not like the Georges and the Bamas of the world. they got to blow people out. So you tell me they need to win. They need a big win. They need to impress those playoff pollsters. UCF, without their starting quarterback from last year, is going to be another edge for Cincy. And last year, UCF ruined Cincy's party by beating them as a 23-point dog at home. There is revenge on their mind. Revenge of the nerds. Utah over Arizona State as a pick em. Arizona State struggles in the state of Utah. That high altitude gets them. This is one of those classic unranked teams not getting points versus the ranked team, which tells you what the books think. Finally, he's got Cal getting 13.5 against Oregon. The Ducks tend to play down to their competition. Cal's got a solid D that's going to keep this close. Let's hope so. And now back to the final games of Week 6. George, we're looking at... Oh, boy. The Los Angeles Raiders at the Denver Broncos. Minus 3.5 for Denver. Line open at 2.5. Of course, took a little bump up because of the Gruden factor. George, what do you got? You've heard about this Gruden situation, huh? Just a little bit. Here's what it comes down to. There's a lot going on with the Raiders who spent the entire week talking about their ex-coach and what he may or may not have said and how the league handled it and... Their special teams coordinator is now coaching the team. There's a lot going on that tells me they're probably not going to get it done to stay within three and a half of Denver. And our favorite nickname in the league, Teddy Two Gloves. I expect Teddy to be back in, you know, good good order, good strength. I'm going to give the three and a half. Denver Broncos. Laying the three and a half. Well... It's funny, if you listen to the, the ESPN Worldwide Whackers out there, one day they're going to tell you how the Raiders are going to circle their wagons. They're going to play one for their coach. And then the next day they're going to tell you about how they're a complete mess and they were blowing it last week against the Bears and everything was unraveling. So it just depends on which narrative you want to hear. But at the end of the day comes, they've got to play a football game. They're playing in Denver. They're playing against Teddy Two Gloves, who's got an incredible record ATS. And like George said... I kind of feel like it has nothing to do with rallying up one for the coach. I think the team's a mess. I think they're falling apart. Go ahead and give me Denver. I'll lay the three and a half. It's not a popular play for me because uh, I do like to take that short road, dog. However, the money is really weird. 41% of the bets are on Denver, but 69% of the money. That's a lot of heavy bets going on in Denver. So I'll go ahead and follow the money in this one. Let's go to Dallas at New England. George, what do you got? Talk to me. Before I talk about Dallas and New England, in my head... The only way the Raiders get it done, if Derek Carr goes into a phone booth and comes back out as Superman. I don't see that happening because there's no more phone booths. So I don't know what Superman's going to do. Just saying. Let's get back to football. Dallas at the Patriots. I'm ready for some alliteration. Here's George's math equation for the day. Dak is greater than Mac. There you go. Dak Prescott established all-star level quarterback Mac Jones not even though Dallas is on the road I'm going to give the three and a half alright I assume you do that George because you're like the rest of the world <laughs> I don't like to disappoint <laughs> K-Large you're like the rest of the world who's just going to line up and start cashing that Dallas ticket before the game is even played it's too easy right the line was at four and a half now it's down to three and a half in some places it's at three three points that's it why is New England only getting three points? For crying out loud, Tampa Bay had to give them seven. But the bookmakers are only allowing Dallas four and a half? 
They want you to make this bet. They want you to take the Dallas Cowboys. 5-0 ATNS. 4-1. They're the darlings of the league because every week there's a new darling and Dallas is the darling this week. But they're going to come crumbling down because Belichick is 12-3 as a home dog. And this is the way the world works. Take the points and the New England Patriots, my friends. Here we go. On to Seattle, Pittsburgh, George. No Russ. I ask you this. Do you want to take money you work for and back Geno Smith? Yes. I mean, not my turn, sorry. <laughs> ask J-E-T-S Jets fans how that's going to go. I, I have no faith in a West Coast team going east with a backup quarterback, even with Pittsburgh playing Ben Roethlisberger with half an arm attached. I'm going to lay the points. All right. So he's going to lay those five and a half points. As you can tell, I... I'm going to take those five and a half points. Now, here's something to think about. Before this game was played a couple weeks ago, Seattle was a pre-two-and-a-half-point favorite. The line has shifted five and a half points. Is it really an eight-point swing? Is Geno Smith that bad to swing eight points? This is not Ben that we know. This is Ben. This is Matt Ryan, Ben. This is two boys that should be in a boat fishing, not in the backfield trying to throw balls. All right? It's five and a half points. There's an old saying... When the Warrior goes down, the team gets up and wins ones for them. I'm not saying Seattle's going to win this, but they're going to get the cover. Take the Seattle Seahawks because everybody thinks it's an easy one with Pittsburgh. And when everyone thinks it's easy, you zig, I'm going to zag, my friends. Here we go. Oh, by the way, that was prime time. And prime time dogs are 9-6. and six. Finally, prime time. Finally. Prime time. Finally. We get the Monday Night Football. Buffalo is at Tennessee. It's a five-and-a-half point spread. What do you think, George? I have a lot of faith in Buffalo, but here's the thing. Keith, one of his favorite expressions is, are they looking past? I don't think Buffalo looks past Tennessee, but clearly they spent a lot of emotional capital to go to KC last week and come with a convincing win. I say Buffalo gets the W, but Tennessee keeps it close. I'm going to take the points. And the home dog. That a boy, George. You take that home dog. It's prime time. I kind of like what you're thinking. I can see Tennessee kind of keeping this game close. Buffalo comes down at the end and breaks Tennessee's back right at the end. A couple little notes. The bye team on Monday Night Football is 27-9 to the over. That's Buffalo. And Buffalo is 11-2 pre-bye to the over. Also, the dogs in this series are 8-1-1. So uh, it's a great contrarian spot to jump on Tennessee. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up. Man, George, I feel like I've got a lot of clarity in this week's picks. I don't know if it's the cough medicine talking or what, but I feel pretty good. How about you? No, I got to like it when you believe what you say on your podcast. There you go. All right, let's talk about teasers before we make those picks because I want to just go back and review it a little bit for our listeners. A lot of you are new betters to the game. So remember, a teaser when you move the point spread in favor of the team that you like. Usually you move it anywhere from 6 to 10 points. So if I like Buffalo, and let's say Buffalo's favored by 7.5, they got to win by 7.5 points, I can tease them using 6 points, and I'll push them all the way down to only having to win by point and a half, which is a lot easier to do than to win by a touchdown and a half point. The best two-team teaser you can do is to bet $55 to win 50 on a two-teamer, and you use 6 points when you move the line. Now you're going to say, well, that's not a very good bet. Well, you're teasing the line. You're getting it more to your advantage. But statistically, the two-team teaser, $50, $55 wins you $50. That's the best we could do. Value. Value. Now, remember, 
You could say, well, that's not so great. Well, if you've been betting my teasers for the first five weeks, betting $55 every time, you'd be up $145 because I'm four teaser wins to one loss. All right, in order to take advantage of your teaser, the experts, the people that tell us what's the, what makes the most sense, is to play games where you can push the teaser past two of the three key numbers. The key numbers are 3, 7, and 10. So if you're playing a teaser, look for a way that you can move teams through those key numbers. Okay, for example, the Bills game, they were seven and a half point favorites. I pushed them past the seven and past the three, all the way down to one and a half, got them through two key numbers, and that's what you want to try and do. So for example, my teasers this week, I'm going to take Kansas City. They were at six and a half. I'm going to take them all the way down to a half point. They basically have to win the game. I'm going to put them with Tennessee, who I like as a dog. They're five and a half point dogs. Get them six and a half or six. We're going to go all the way up to 11 and a half. Get through the seven and the 10. Some key numbers. So my two team teasers, Kansas City minus a half, Tennessee plus 11 and a half. George, what do you got? My two team teaser, I'm going to take Carolina from plus two up to plus eight. As K-Large talked about, I'm going through the three, going through the seven. Uh, liking Carolina to take care of against Minnesota. In that same vein, charges plus one and a, uh, two and a half. I'm teasing it now up to plus eight and a half through the three, through the seven, two team teaser. Carolina Chargers, book it. There you go. All right, who are your straight bets, George? Straight bets. I'm back in big blue, plus 10 points to hang close against the Rams traveling west to east. I'm back in AA Ron Rogers in well, again what I call the FU tour minus five in Soldier Field. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take that road dog, the favorite trend with Minnesota Vikings laying two at Carolina, and I love the Dolphins in London calling minus three against those hapless Jaguars. George, any closing thoughts? <sighs> Just pause it. Did you want to talk about? Oh, hey, we're on. And we're back. For those of you <laughs> that reside in and around the Finger Lakes or just want to take in the fall foliage, October 29th is our next Beers and Bets Meet and Greet at Del Lago Casino. You can find K-Large and I there Friday afternoon, the 29th. First beer is on us. It's from four to six. If you wear a Halloween costume, we'll buy you three beers because that takes a little bit of guts in the casino. There we go. What do you know? Have a great weekend. Hit some winners. And enjoy some London calling. Good night, everybody. Have a good one.